cashless society doomsday nightmare. What does a cashless society mean? Is it coming? Should you be worried? Well, I'm going to dive straight in with all the reasons that governments and central banks would love a cashless society are probably the reasons you wouldn't. So I'm going to give you a bit of a warning as to what I think could happen and then what you can do about it. Because I don't know if you've ever seen any of my Facebook rants, they get millions of views. And I like to talk about what's wrong with the system, but I always offer solutions. I'm not like the mainstream media, fear mongering, leave you hanging. No, there's always solutions. There's things you can do. So what are the reasons that a central bank or a government, which are essentially joined at the hip, I mean, they make out that they're independent, but let's be honest, they're not. Um, so the benefits to, let's just call it globalization. Let's imagine there's one global government. <laughs> what would the benefit to them of a cashless society be? One, they can tax you at source straight away. Two, they can fine you and take your money straight out of your bank account. Three, they can increase interest rates or inflation. It can immediately impact your money. They can take money off you. They can freeze your assets. They can increase money supply through forcing you to spend money out of your bank and put it in the system. They could do all of these things with a cashless society. Now, of course, they will say, oh, yeah, but it will be much harder to have criminal and illegal activity and much harder for drug dealers to trade. They're always going to find a way. Come on, let's be honest. I just think that's a convenient excuse if you're asking me. Add to that the fact that Many people don't have bank accounts, like a high percentage of people, especially in the developing world, don't even have a bank account. And also, um, they only spend cash and they manage and budget by cash. And many people don't even have an internet connection. So to me, this central digital currency cashless society is a potential doomsday nightmare scenario. And I don't like what it means. So I'm just going to say it how I see it, and that is, I stand against a cashless society. I do not comply to have you tracking and tracing all my financial affairs. When there's a central digital currency, CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, also known as CDC, Central Digital Currency, when that is the case, they can track and trace every single financial move you make. Now, some people might say they do that already. They do to a point, but they can't track and trace your cash movement, your gold movement. So I don't like it. I don't see any way in which it is good for society. It's good for governmental control. It's good for taxation and monetary policy. And oh, by the way, if the banks might decide, you know what, we've got a war. Um, you know, Putin's uncle... It's just waged war on us. We've decided that 30% of everyone's money is funding the war. Press a button. Thanks for your 30%. They can just do this. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector. I'm a watch investor. And those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk and he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille 
I trust him. I've used him for many years. And recently we've done a partnership. Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496-878-153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. Now, some some people do say to me, yeah, but, you know, with all the big data and the AI, you're already tracked and traced your every move. Yeah, but therefore you should probably resist the last bit of freedom that you've got. Hold it. Cash. No, I want cash. Can't track that. So I don't see any way where it's good. So what can you do about it? Well, number one is you can resist. You cannot comply. You can sign petitions. You can make protests peacefully. I I ain't no Donald Trump whooping up capital here. Peaceful protests. That's what you can do. Number two is you can make sure that minimum amount of money is in the banking digital system. So if you've got most of your money in assets, like real estate, property, gold, some in Bitcoin, maybe if there are other centralized cryptos or currencies that become more stable and less volatile. Maybe you've got money in those. If you've got money in as decentralized as possible assets, then you've got less in centralized. So centralized is, is basically money. So cash savings money is the most, decent, the most centralized asset, although I'd argue cash isn't an asset. I've done other videos on that, by the way, if you want to watch on my More Money Secrets YouTube channel, or if you want to listen on my Rob More Money podcast. Even though I do lots of different episodes, some episodes, the same on video or audio, if you prefer video or audio, whether you're watching on video or listening on audio. (laughs) Um, I've talked a lot about cash and the depreciation and devaluation and debasement of cash and how cash is is actually not an appreciating asset, it's a depreciating liability. Real estate's gone like that. Gold's gone like that. Stock market's gone like that. Cash has gone like that. But, so cash is a depreciating asset, (laughs) but at least it's yours (laughs) and it's not controlled. Um, But if you take your cash out of bank and savings, number one, you're less centralized digitally. But number two, then you can put your cash into appreciating assets and you can put them from decentralized, centralized banks, central banks, they're called. So central banks, they are centralized. They are globalized. Take them out of central control and into decentral independence. So gold's pretty decentralized because once you've got it, it's yours and no one knows you've got it. And no one knows where it is as long as you don't go and do a Facebook story on it. <laughs> and real estate in the Western world is pretty decentralized. If you've got title deeds, if you've got ownership, you own that. That's pretty solid. It's probably not going to change for a few hundred years, I wouldn't have thought. Um, even if there's a war, you need somewhere to live, don't you? So they're probably not going to take strip your property assets from you because you need somewhere to live. Um, But with the press of a button, they could just take your money in the bank from you. You can also, you can invest in a decentralized way. Cryptos, real estate, gold, Rolex Daytonas, whatever. 
but you can also spend your money and your behaviours and habits can be decentralised as well. You can shop independently and not from big corporates and corporations. You can support boutiques rather than global companies. So you can spend independently and in a decentralised way. You can pay cash for things. And those boutiques and local shops and stores that take cash, you can pay cash. Now, of course, it's up to them whether they declare that or not. But at least you're fueling independence, freedom and decentralization. Now, if you have decentralized assets like gold, Rolex Daytonas, definitely real estate, maybe the stock market if it's completely spread, although I'm a bit on the fence about that one. Bit of Bitcoin, etc. Your own business, if you have these assets and they produce you recurring income, then you're somewhat independent and free because you can live off the recurring income from the assets and you don't have to worry about cash money in the system. So, some things to think about. I would like to ask you to engage in the comments or on my social media on what you think about a cashless society. Like, how are the working class and poor going to be able to manage their money with no cash? How are the, like, I'm guessing, I'm going to guess 2 billion people don't even have a bank account. I'm going to guess similar numbers don't even have the internet. So how's that going to happen? In a way, that might slow it down, which I think is good. Although what I will say is a thousand years ago, there was no cash. So in a thousand years, there will be no cash. So money will evolve. It's a natural progression, but I like evolution to happen naturally. I don't want it to be sped up. And I don't want a cashless society to be sped up. And they're just my thoughts. So I'd love your thoughts. Let me know what you think in the comments. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.